following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Let's talk, but no politics okay. Proudly dedicates all episodes to the loving memory of Constance Chirac, who was one of the biggest supporters of the show. And we like to say thank you for everything that you have done. All right. Got my morning coffee. Got my morning paper. Paperboy didn't screw this one up. So let's go check to see what's going on in the world today. Oh, man. Same old, same old. Oh, people fighting, not getting along. Oh, what's going on in sports? Just, uh, well, good to see baseball's back and everything. That's kind of cool. But you know what? I think I'd rather just put down this paper and listen to some Let's Talk But No Politics, okay? On the BICBP Radio Network. Orville Redenbacher created a new bag so more of his big, fluffy, irresistible butterfly kernels could pop than ever before. How much more? Let's put it this way. You'll notice. Orville Redenbacher's new, bigger bag. Make room for it. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk But No Politics OK. I am your host, Andrew Lenz, coming to you every Sunday on the BICBP Radio Network. And today, for our topic, I have a returning guest, Mr. I'm just going to call him by the name we call him on the two-point conversation, is uh, The Boyd is here. He is my nemesis when it comes to two-point does trivia and retro fantasy. He is, I would say, my only rival in wins for both of those. So, how are you doing, Boyd? I'm doing pretty well, and how are you? Not too bad. Not too bad. Uh, you brought this topic to me today about which year in the 90s had the best movies and i thought it was and thought it was a good you know idea of a topic and with everything all the movies that came out in the 90s all the great ones uh i kind of lived mostly through the 90s and can remember a lot of these movies so <laughs> it's it's good to look back so we decided to go pick five movies from you know each year 1990 through 1999 make a master list, and then we're going to do a part two of this where we rank them ourselves, but we wanted to make a combined master list of which movies we thought were the, you know, the best of each year. So are you, Yeah. are you ready to do this? I am. You know, I'd say a lot of these movies, you know, I was born before. So a lot of these movies for me, like I'd go over to like uh, uh, Ant, aunt's house or like a babysitter's house and they'd have like a movie you know a couple years before i was born and they just throw that on that's what you did back then is you you know watch movies to keep, keep the kid preoccupied so a lot of these movies you know I, I grew up they they became a part of me so yeah that's i would say that's how i watched a lot of the earlier 80s movies was my aunt would just be like well we're watching this so you're gonna watch it so i hope you enjoy the breakfast right. club and fast times at ridgemont high and everything else so 
So here we go. 1990. I have my five movies. You're, you have your five movies. And if we have a match, it automatically goes through. Any other ones, we I guess we kind of dispute them out and see what happens. And so no particular order. What do you got on your list for 1990? The first one wasn't a movie that they watched as a kid. <laughs> uh, Goodfellas, actually. So, um, you know, Scorsese. The Italian mob movie, being an Italian uh, of Italian descent myself, well, Sicilian Italian, uh, you know, you love those movies. Yeah, I also, I also have The Godfather. Or I'm sorry, not The Godfather. I just saw Godfather was on Paramount Plus, so that's my pick. I also have Goodfellas. I did not watch this in 1990 when it came out. I gotta say, I did not watch this until the early 2000s, and I'm upset. So. This really is our first movie that, you know, gets to go into the next round here on the Master. It's goaded. Yes. So m- one of mine on my list is I I have to put this on there. I think this is probably the most kind of like generational defining movies in a way is Home Alone's got to be somewhere. Oh, yeah. Okay. So is that on your list as well? It is absolutely on my list because there there is not one situation where where I see Home Alone on TV and go, I absolutely will watch every single moment of that movie, no matter what the hell is going on around. There could be a hurricane, whatever. Home Alone on, I'm watching it. (laughs) It's a Christmas, middle of summer. It's it's definitely a staple. I worked with a guy named Kevin, and one of the funniest moments of my working career was he was complaining about something, and this guy that I was working with just walked up to him and was like, Kevin, you're such a disease. And I was like, that is the greatest thing in the world. <laughs> so, <laughs> so every day we do a line from Home Alone about Kevin. If he would complain, we'd, we'd complain some more. We'd be like, Kevin, there is seven other people <laughs> in this workplace and none of them are causing trouble but you so home alone very quotable very memorable kind of macaulay calkin's first big movie his first i would say it's first massive hit because he was an uncle buck which but that's more of an 80s movie but this is going better than what i thought it was gonna go i thought there was gonna be some some battles matt and i did this on the two point in a way we did every team's quarterback mount rushmore and there was there was some fights there is some fight so <laughs> if i'm thinking of another movie oh actually this is so, your, so what else you got what were you gonna say oh i being my age generation i believe teenage mutant ninja turtles has to be somewhere on here like i will literally fight somebody from yeah you know what that was a tough tough for me i <laughs> It didn't make your list. These, so these lists are hard. I don't. I don't think. I don't think uh, five is enough. It definitely would have made my list had um, had I remembered a little more. Uh, I don't think I've watched the movie since the nineties. <laughs> I think it's an age thing. Like, yeah, you came in probably towards the end of the Ninja Turtle craze, where I was like right in there. Like, it was flipping over. I just got over the whole Transformers and still into G.I. Joe's. And then all of a sudden, Ninja Turtles come out. And now Ninja Turtles are the greatest thing. So I could see why that's not there. But that's 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 one I think we might. We'll see. We'll see. What's your next one that you got on there as well? Okay. So 
I have for my next one kind of goes along with the the Home Alone uh, kind of feel ish kind of like um, you know a rambunctious trying to like screwing everything up uh it was definitely one of those uh movies like i said that somebody threw on from when i was a kid um problem child it was 1990 i just yep okay that didn't even make mine but you know what i had ghosts and ghosts scared the crap out of me uh, we're sending problem child then okay so we have three already <laughs> yeah i i mean that was one of my that's still one of my favorite movies ever uh you know good Gilbert Free was in that. Rest in peace, Gilbert. Yeah. Uh, man, that just it 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 threw me back into that time when I was a kid and and watching it, and I just saw freaking hilarious. Um, yeah. <laughs> you don't know the the cheater box. You know what that is? It's cheater like, box. Okay, it's <laughs> definitely date myself here. So you know how you have a cable box? Oh yeah. Okay, and then you can kind of like jailbreak uh, the Amazon Fire Sticks today? Yep. Okay, well, that's what a cheater box kind of was. You could watch any pay-per-view without paying for it. So my dad had one, and I watched Problem Child every single time it came on. So there would be like a preview screen of showing you what was coming on next, and then a countdown clock, and I would sit there and watch the countdown clock to, to check out Problem Child. So Problem Child... Even though it wasn't here, I don't know how I missed it. And I had Ghost, which is a good movie, but I have more nostalgic factors for Problem Child. So that's why it kind of gets, it, it goes through. Because yeah. a lot of this stuff. Yeah. And I'm sure, I'm sure there's going to be movies that like every, on our, everybody's list that I haven't watched. Mm-hmm. I definitely have to. <laughs> yeah, I think, it, I think the best way you do any movie list like this is there's got to be that nostalgic and you got to have some type of uh, tie to it, emotional tie, you know, good memories or something. So here's one that was, it was, it was a weird movie, but it was a good movie. It's total recall. All right. I had to put this on that, uh, free boobs, the action in it, uh, <laughs> you know, the, the way that the, the way that when they got sucked out and then all of a sudden their eyes would just pop out was absolutely amazing. So that was, it was a cool movie, crappy NES game, but cool movie. So that was definitely, I definitely put that on there. Yeah. So that almost made my list. And the only reason why I didn't is because uh, this next one, I also saw just recently, kind of within the past couple of years too, um, like Total Recost. I saw that within the past couple of years. I put Edward Scissorhands just because I kind of like, I like weirdness of Tim Burton movies. And even though like, <laughs> I don't really, I don't really know what I got from, from that movie, but it's, it's like weird. And it's just like, it feels like a whole nother world. It does. In, it's definitely in, in a sense, it's like artsy kind of, you know? Yeah. It's definitely a sad point where, Vincent Price is handing him his hands. He's finally going to get his hands. And then that's when Vincent Price's character drops dead. And then the scissors go right in <laughs> to through the hands of what he was supposed to have. Uh, so we still have two spots to fill. Or wait, did you yep. give out your fifth one? No, I didn't give out my fifth right, your What's your fifth one? <laughs> All right, so <laughs> this is the third part of a, of a trilogy. And it doesn't 
get it doesn't get as much um you know what what's the word I'm looking for? It doesn't love get again. as much love as as the first two parts. And it almost it almost is a is an eighties movie, but it came out in the nineties. It's part of the eighties movies. Technically it's nineteen ninety though. Back to the Future Part Three. Oh my! Come on! I love it. Get out! I love it. Nowhere near on this list. That's that's like asking me to put Ninja Turtles Three on here. No, I I, I can't. I can't do it. I I I love every single Back to the Future movie so much, and I just I don't know. Even though it's the same fucking thing, it it just it's it's one of the it's. Like I said, it's one of those movies where you know someone put it out for me, and I'd sit there with my lunch, eat mac and cheese when I was a kid. We still have two spots left, just for the 1990s. So it's 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 good, but it's not. I love Back to the Future, but that's not one I'm seeking to watch. Huh. So we still have Ninja Turtles, Edward Scissorhands, and Back to the Future Three. Only two can go. What do you mean? Only two can go onto the master list. One stays back. Oh, we, already, we already have we already have the three. We have Goodfellas, Home Alone, and Problem Child still on there. All right. Oh, so you're. Oh, okay. I, yeah, I get what yeah. we're doing now. Yeah. So. So we gotta we gotta pick. We gotta agree on. I say Ninja Turtles and Edward Scissorhands. Yeah, I'm cool. Okay. I I like Back to the Future Three. Understand. I'm cool. Uh, Cool with that. Just you know what? When I was a kid, I remember watching the Ninja Turtles movies. I can't remember which one it was though, but I know it was cool because <laughs> it was freaking turtles kicking ass, eating pizza. The first two are great. The first two are the third one sucked. I like Back to the Future three, but if I'm weighing my nostalgia factor, oh. I, I gotta go Ninja Turtles. And then Ezra Scissorhands is yeah. I'm going nostalgic factor when I, when I was looking at these, and then also. What would I watch? Like, if I saw it right now on Netflix and I'm like, I'm bored as hell, what would I watch? And I am picking Edward right. Hands and Ninja Turtles over Back to the Future 3. So that's that's how I came to my conclusion. But let's go on to 1991. What do you got for 91? First one there. Yeah, this was a hard one for me because a lot of these I hadn't really seen till I was older. Ah. It it doesn't hit as hard in ninety one for some reason, but uh, problem problem child two is definitely on that list. I think I like it more than the first one. It's good, um, almost almost more than the first one. When the dog takes the giant pile of crap and they sells the has the girl sell lemonade. That okay? I yeah. I go over <laughs> here, and this is the first time I've probably seen a sequel over the original. And this is probably one of the rare times where a sequel is better than the original also. And I got to go T2 Terminator 2 all day long. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I, I remember like during like the holidays, like my cousins or my uncle would always have like something on and like, I'd always see bits and pieces of it. But I never seen the whole movie. Never seen the whole crazy. Movie. So good. Yeah. I don't know how it would stand up today, special effects wise, but it was pretty right. amazing back then when you saw 
the T two thousand like liquid metal go in and stabbing guys in the face and it was a cool movie. So what do you got next on yours? I have Silence of the Lambs. That's I saw. I didn't see that one until I was older. Yeah. I don't remember it well. I just I I do have a bad memory, so like <laughs> I just remember watching it and it being good. And um, but I, I yeah I have a cool memory. A lot of things I have to rewatch a couple times sometimes. Yeah, I didn't see that one until I was older, oh. and then it, it's a it's a really good movie. I enjoyed that one. Uh, one of my other ones is I I put it on the list. I did a movie review on it with with uh, Jack and Marley, and it's I remember, my yeah. my favorite movie review because Jack couldn't realize that it was a movie about Peter Pan, thought it was a movie about yeah. this man, and that is Hook. I know Hook gets a lot of crap, but it is yeah. a good movie. Come on, I still shout bangerang to this day. Was Hook on your list or no? Yeah. It is, and and it's exactly because of your uh, your your guys's review. Because I remember a little bit of it from when I was a kid, but I watched it with Jack and Early when they were watching it to to study for your show, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Like, I'm like, "This is great!" Like, why why don't I? You know, how come I've never seen this before? It's like he's. I don't, I don't, I don't know. It's just, I was surprised I never, you know, remembered it or watched it in my adult life. I love Hook. It was. Anything like Robin Williams is, is so high up in my like favorite actors, favorite people kind of like category. Um, yeah. So. Doesn't have too many bad movies. And then, you know, shouting banger anger going Rufio, Rufio, Rufio. So I love, I love Hook. I'm glad it's on your list. And I'm glad that, did did you explain to Jack also that it was a movie about Peter Pan? Because he didn't figure it out for the first 15 minutes. Yeah, I I was confused myself too for, oh, for a good second. And then Marley's like, it's about Peter Pan, you idiot. He's <laughs> she's like, he, he doesn't know that he's Peter Pan. And I'm like, oh shit. I, I was like, wait a minute. Like, I was so confused because I don't know. I, it's, it was just weird because the one chick was so much older than him. And I, I, I remember Pan being like, I thought they were like the same age or something. Yeah, you don't age in Never Never Land. Right. Come on. So, what's, what do you got next on yours? We actually have, <laughs> this is our first match, is Hook. So, what do you got next on your list? Um, these were so hard to do. Uh, I don't know. Some of these, like this movie, I kind of remember it a little bit, but it's what about Bob? How did I miss that? <laughs> you know what? That's going on. I don't have it on mine, but what about Bob's going on? I watched it because somebody I worked with was like, started calling me Bob or something. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Have you ever seen what about Bob? Uh, <laughs> and they started like saying things and I'm like, what? watched it and it was pretty freaking funny bill murray is is also you know my my mount rushmore of uh you know favorite actor comedian i still do it to this day when i'm eating dinner and i want to annoy people i still do that 
Mm. <laughs> he does. I whenever whenever I'm on a boat, I'm like sailing. I'm on a boat and I'm sailing. I love that movie. Uh, I think that's an that's an underrated one. I'm glad that that made the list. One that I got on mine that I think every kid from the early '90s watched is "Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter is Dead," starring Christina Applegate. That movie was absolutely mind blowing as a kid, even though it teaches you money laundering and you know pretty much theft as she's stealing all the petty cash to pay for things. It makes you realize that your check's not going to be as big as it should be when you start working. It's a classic. <laughs> It's a classic. I love Don't Tell I have Mom. never seen that. You have never seen Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead? I don't think I've ever seen it. Oh, it's so good. But it's definitely, it's yeah, it's definitely going to be on my um, definitely watch list now. Yeah, so pretty much like the premise this is, is Christine Applegate's like high school. I think she's about to graduate or something. Her mother meets a guy. She goes on a trip to australia with them and they hire this babysitter and the babysitter dies and so she's trying to figure out how she can make money and everything else because they spent i don't know if they can't do anything so she like fakes a resume and gets this job and then starts stealing petty cash to help pay for things jesus it's way out there i love don't tell mom the babysitter's dead what you got next there all right uh oh last one um this is another recent movie i've seen and you know i just i don't feel like there was enough movies in 91 that i you know really really like but i like this movie enough boys in the hood that's on my list is it yeah yeah, yeah. that's awesome ricky oh uh, yeah doughboy i haven't seen it in years but lawrence fishburne yeah that was an impactful impactful movie I mean, I never seen a guy get black yeah. back with a shotgun before, or you guys want to see a dead body or anything like that. I I love Boys in the Hood. That's we got a match here. So yeah, sweet. Yeah, that's why. What three three matches? We got three. Uh, another one of mine is My Girl, kicking with some more Macaulay Culkin movies. Love My Girl. You know Thomas J. Veda Salt and Puss. Dan Aykroyd's in it. It's a great, mu- great movie, Jamie Lee Curtis. I didn't realize that they were, this was like their second or third movie together from after trading, trading, uh, trading places. I always call it trading spaces, but it's trading places. <laughs> but I, I enjoyed it. Come on, the, the bees and he needs, wears his glasses. He needs to wear glasses. Yeah, I gotta see that. <laughs> like I said, some of these ones are, you know, I high up movies, but. Yeah, I expect the early 90s to be a little rough for you. Like, I yeah. saw Edward Scissorhands in the theater. So. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> I saw it a couple months ago on my TV. And what, this should be, what, your final one? Um, I don't think I have any more. You don't have any more? Nope. Okay. It was Boys in the Hood, Hook, Problem Child 2, Silence of the Lambs, and What About Bob? Okay. So we got to fill two spots between My Girl, T2, Problem Child 2, and Silence of the Lambs. I feel T2 has to go. This is my ninja on this one. I'm sorry. I I feel I normally don't care what other people think when I say stuff, but I feel like this one, no matter what, has to go on. 
And the other one I yeah, you know what? I, I can't push I'm not gonna push my girl on you because I feel like that's one of those ones where it's not a blockbuster. It's more you were born in that era and we already have problem child. I don't want to I don't want to do too many sequels. So Yeah. No, I get I get that. Yeah. I, I mean problem child, you know. You know, you've seen one and two, whatever. So, yeah, I, I'd, I'd take the L on, on probably out, too. It was just more of like, a, you know. So we're pretty much splitting. I, the, I had a hard time picking. Yeah, so we're pretty much splitting the difference. We'd take T2 from mine and Silence of Lambs from yours. Yeah, I'd say that, yeah. Just because I've seen some of, of Terminator 2 or whatever. And well, from what I remember, I, I liked it. Go see it. Just go see it. So, so good. I think I stopped watching Terminators after T2 because that's how, like, I saw Terminator 3 and I was like, this still sucks compared to T2. So, speaking of two, we are on to 1992. What's your first list for 1992? I might have some ones in here where you're going to be like, what? <laughs> this is where it started, started to get rough. And it just didn't stop getting rough because I literally had like I would have eight movies getting getting through the you know this part of the nineties in one thing and I'm like how the hell do I I, I crossed out and it, it got really like uh, but nineties wasn't so bad so I got my cousin Vinny okay because I, I love Joe Pesci and I love. I love that scene where, um, you know, his girlfriend or whatever, she's she's in the court and she's like, they didn't make this style of tire until 67. And this car had, is, you know, it's the same model as, as this, this and that. And, and that's like when, when people get lawyered. <laughs> I love you that. Know? That part. And then what's a grit when he's trying to ask him like, what grits are. Yeah. All right. This one, I don't know if you've probably ever seen this, but this is on my list, and this is a very nostalgic movie to me. I don't know if you've ever heard of Three Ninjas, Colt, Rocky, and Tum Tum. Ninjas. All right. It's about three three kids, <laughs> and they're trained by their ninja grandfather. Okay. Their their mother is Asian. The father is white, and they are trained by their Asian grandfather, they go and like spend summers with him and he trains them in the art of karate and ninjutsu while his grandfather's old like student or something wants him to do something. The grandfather gets captured and they're trying to go after the kids. And so these three ninjas, they have to go and get the grandfather back. And so it's three little kids, and I can't tell you what their characters' names are, but their ninja characters' names are Rock, uh, Rock, Colt, and Tum Tum. So that's that's it's more of a nostalgic movie. I'm pretty sure it's like one of those like niche movies where if you weren't already alive in this timeline, you probably never really heard of. But Three Ninjas, 1992, all the way. Love that. Movie. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I I gotta see it. I gotta see it now. You're, you're gonna, as an adult, you're gonna be like, what is this guy talking about? But you gotta remember, 92, I'm like nine, ten years old. So this is pretty cool. Okay. The, right. So keep the, please yeah, keep yeah. that in mind and not think like me now, like sitting there going, oh, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh no, I get it. Yeah, it's just like me, you know, when I was a kid, loving, you know, uh, whatever. So, what do you got on your list after my cousin Vinny? I have Batman Returns. We got our first match. I kind of figured we would. I I don't know, man. I feel like either you either love the you know older Tim Burton Batman movies or you hate them, and I love them. This is definitely the last great Batman movie. I feel until probably Batman Begins, and it's got an awesome Super Nintendo game. If you ever play, <laughs> awesome really? Super Nintendo game, yeah. It it's really good, and it also this is second time Batman Returns has popped up because this also popped up on Is It a Christmas Movie episode. So, but yeah, definitely, I had Batman Returns on my list. So this is our first big movie going on into the nineteen ninety two master list. Oh yeah, I I have a feeling we're gonna have at least one or two more. So maybe three. Maybe. Maybe. So another one on my list is Encino Man. And you're probably like... Okay, maybe not. <laughs> okay. So if you were born around this time and were watching movies in the early 90s or MTV, Pauly Shore was the man. You wanted to be Pauly Shore and everything else. And Encino Man... It's not my favorite Pauly Shore movie, but it's probably the best Pauly Shore movie out there. And uh, it's about him and his friend, playing by Sean Astin. So you get some Mikeys from Goonies or Samwise Gandhi oh, yeah. for, oh, the, yeah. for and, the other kids there. And Brendan Fraser. Yes. And Brendan Fraser is a caveman that got you know encased in ice. They thaw him out, and here he is in the modern world, and he's learning new things. And you get the classical line. I immediately looked it up, and I want to watch this after we record. <laughs> go, go find it. It looks, it looks right up my freaking alley. If you don't start saying "we's in the juice," then I don't think we can be friends anymore. After watching this, you. You give me the, <laughs> that wheeze in the juice. Wheeze in the juice. No wheeze in the juice. They're like in a Seven Eleven, and he's just Polly Shore. Like he's like, this is wheeze in the juice, and he starts like opening up the Slurpee machine, and then all of a sudden, uh, Brendan Fraser does. He's like wheeze in the juice, and then obviously because it's early nineties and stereotypical, you have the the Indian guy, and he's like, no wheeze in the juice. I told you, no wheeze in the juice. And Brad Fraser's like, we's in the Jewish. But they teach him, he goes into school and he's like, he, just, he learns Spanish and stuff. And it's it's crazy. Dude, that, that, that sounds right up my head. I got a lot. I can't believe, like, I just, I, I like really specific movies. And, and, uh, that just sounds right up my freaking alley. I'm going to watch it right after. You right got after. You know, man. So good. What do you got up? All right. Uh, this movie is a freaking classic. Uh, can't say too much about it. Wayne's World on my list. Yes, knew it. Swing. It's party time. It's excellent. It's Wayne's World. <laughs> I did a whole episode with Rich Morano from Next, the Next of Kin. He runs a public access uh station in the Falls, 
And this was really? like my whole thing that YouTube is becoming like the new, but more worldwide public access like channel for the internet because of stuff like Wayne's world. And when you would watch public access on TV, it's this was pretty much my whole premise for that show was you're seeing more stuff like Wayne's world on YouTube, not exactly, but like a couple of people just throwing stuff together, even though Wayne and Garth didn't make tons of money. Yeah. So (laughs) it's a freaking classic, man. What else can I say? Yes, that was definitely definitely on my list. Uh, what do we got? My last one is White Man Can't Jump. Starring oh. Lee Snipes and uh, and Woody Harrelson. You got to go with it. The classic classic street basketball movie and everything else. I haven't seen it in years, but I love White Men Can't Jump. Besides Rosie Perez. But that that was your last. One? That was what? That was my last you one. That was what? What other ones did you have? Because I had three ninjas. Batman Returns was a match. Right. And Cino Man. Right. And Wayne's World was a match. Right. So White Man Can't Jump is my last one. Oh. You know what? That was that was on my list. But I I went for the nostalgia. Well, so what do you got? And I have well, two movies left. I don't know how I don't know how that happened, but well, what are your two um, movies? So the one that I'm thinking about replacing with White Man Can't Jump was Alone 2, because I thought it was better than the first. But, you know, let's let's not do the sequeling here. Let's, yeah. let's, you know, let's do let's do White Man Can't Jump. Okay. And then, because I, because I agree with that. And I, I think, I think, you know, having that, uh, that variation, and I do like White Man Can't Jump a lot. I literally just watched it maybe a month ago. For the first time, I haven't seen it in years, but it always stands out in my mind whenever I'm talking about movies from the '90s. So, did you did you have another one or no? Did my I my last one? I'm surprised it's not on your list. Which one's this? It's the might the mighty ducks. That's got to go. It's not on mine, but that's yeah. I mean, how like how did I miss that? <laughs> You know what? Maybe because I didn't. Yeah, I give the Mighty Ducks over three ninjas. So, yeah, that's definitely got to be on it. So, we're down to my cousin Vinny or Encino Man. And I think the tiebreaker for this one would be if we both seen the movie. So, we're going to give it to my cousin Vinny. I would have been totally fine giving it to Encino Man because just from your description, I want to watch it. But, I, yeah. I, I feel like it would be, it's better that if we both seen it, than if you can, now you got to go and watch yeah. So. Right. So we are on to 93, and I think we're going to get tons of matches on this one. Yeah. Uh, this 90. was, this was, 93 was my, my list where I just, I saw the first, like, you know, the first five, and I was like, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> 93 is the best. Retropop did a whole thing about 93 being like the big year for pop culture. And if you got to compare it with yeah. 80s, I think it's 84 was like the big one for in the 80s. But yeah, what do you got on your list for 1993? I think this one might go quick. <laughs> yeah. So this one's Jurassic Park. Got it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I think in this case, for some of these movies, it's like when Chappelle show 
when he's talking about how Michael Jackson didn't do it. And he's like, he made Thriller, y'all. Thriller. So a lot of these movies, you just say the name and you don't have to put anything behind it. Like on my, on mine, The Sandlot. Yep, that was my next, literally my next one. You can't, it's like, I mean, off the Mighty Ducks. You can't put a freaking, you, you can't, like, there might be one on here that, you know, we might flip, but, um, so my next one was Groundhog Day. Did not have that on here. I, I mean, I love every single thing about that movie. I mean, and it's another one of those movies where it's like if it's on even if it isn't groundhog day watch it every single groundhog day but if it's on tv i'll i'll freaking watch that from beginning to end and it's like i'll know i'll know every word to it if i'm watching it i'll start saying the random lines you know yeah i, I do like groundhog's day i got <laughs> another one here I got Grumpy Old Men. That is a great movie. I love the whole series, even though the second one's, I don't think it's good as the first one, but Grumpy Old Men is amazing. Just being able to tell somebody, Walter Matthau, Jack Lennon, or I I don't think I said his name, Lemon. And, you know, when Walter Matthau tells him to pull his lip over, do the world a favor and pull your lip over your head and swallow, and they just go back and forth at each other constantly. Have you ever seen it? I don't remember this movie. I mean, uh, I I remember the title and I remember Walter Matthews because because I loved him and and I, I remember he was in Dennis Dennis and uh, but I you know what I don't know why I just never I I don't remember if I did see I don't remember well so yeah man that's another one I got I gotta watch. I didn't watch a lot of, like, I didn't watch a lot, like, a lot, a lot of movies yes. when I was a kid. I don't know. My parents just always kind of, like, sent me outdoors <laughs> and did their own thing. And But oh, I, that's why a lot of the movies that I do like, I love because I I would be at somebody's house and I'd actually get to sit and watch a movie, you know? Yeah. What do you got? What do you got next? Let's see if we can get another match somewhere. I have Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, I'm surprised I didn't have that on mine. That's a classic. I could see you're really yeah. big. Like you mentioned, you love Robin Williams and Bill Murray. Like you love Robin Williams and Bill Murray. I could tell going through these. Yeah, and a lot of these, you know, coming up years are, is is really hard to to narrow it down. I mean, it's <laughs> unbelievable. This is where my movies probably get into a little bit more in the crazier area too, because like the next one I have is Demolition Man with Sylvester Stallone and Wesley Snipes, because that movie was crazy. I mean, Dennis Rodman changed his hairstyle because of it. The murder, death, kill. You don't know Taco Bell wins the fast food wars. Uh, have you ever seen it? I have not. Oh, you don't know. You, you know use the three I, seashells. I'm, I'm loving this, this, uh, you know, cause you, you're giving me movies and I know like, you know, we, we love similar things. I feel like, and you're giving me these movies and I, I've been dying to find something that's just freaking amazing. Like an older movie. So I'm, I'm putting it down. I'm, I'm watching them soon. Yeah. You got to watch Demolition Man. Sylvester Sloan, Wesley Snipes. Uh, they don't. 
put you in jail. They freeze you. So like Sylvester Sloan gets put into cryogenic chamber and he was like uh he was a cop and then the world completely changed where it's all peaceful and everything else. And Wesley Snipes gets let out and he's like this crazy killer. So then they let out Sylvester Sloan and he has to adjust. Like there's no toilet paper. That's where the three seashells are. And he comes out of the bathroom. He's like, where's the toilet paper? <laughs> and they're, and they're like, oh, he doesn't know how to use the three seashells. And if you swear. Three you have, seashells? Yeah, I guess you, I don't know. And then, but the way that he solves the problem is, is if you swear, there's a little box and it shoots out a piece of paper saying that you got fined. So he just stands next to it and just starts swearing like crazy. And he's like, oh, solve this problem. He just walks in with all the fines. And I guess that's what he uses for toilet paper. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, man. So these movies, you're going to be like, how the hell have you never seen that? <laughs> I, I, I don't blame you because, like I said, this was I was a little bit older at this time. Right. What do you got next there? Oh, so my last one. And I love this movie. So <laughs> I got Bronx Tale. Oh, my goodness. How did I love it? I call my kid Eddie Marsh all the time. Near. Yeah, that, that's a great movie, A Bronx Tale. Yeah. So good. The Eddie Mush. And it's the first time you see De Niro, and he's not playing like an actual like right. gangster. He's like going up against them. The The whole working man speech is right. awesome. Yeah. My final one is Dazed and Confused, and I think this is... I, the, what's that? Oh, I was just going to say, I I like the the scene where he's in the bar and the motorcycle gang comes in oh. and he's like, you need to leave. You, you gotta go. And then he, they start freaking swearing. And then he, he goes and locks the door and he's like, now you can't leave. Yeah. <laughs> they just trash that man. They just beat the crap out. But that, that just made me feel like I was like, holy shit. That's so badass. Now you can't leave. Now, now you guys can't leave. Yeah, my final one is Dazed and Confused. It's kind of another coming-of-age movie in a way, but it's set in the 70s. I'm pretty sure it's a classic Matthew McConaughey line, best thing about high school girls. I, I get all right, all right, all right. But they say the same age. I haven't, I haven't seen it. Man, I haven't seen it. I'm not going to lie. So we got three spots to fill on this one, which I was – but I think we got the two big ones. Yep. So, yeah, we got those right in the row. This is what I'm thinking for the three spots. Grumpy Old Men, Mrs. Doubtfire, and a Bronx Tale. Oh, man. You're, you're going to make me take off Groundhog Day? Oh. I don't have that wacky connection to it. I don't have any connection to it. So do you want to swap? Your out? grandma's from Pugs and Tony. I know, but it doesn't mean like Both I'm, of I live the life. I, I don't know. I, see, I can see it from <laughs> I, so I know what it's happy, but all right. I also think like a really just a really good movie because you know he's you know he's just a miserable piece of crap, and he, he he's <laughs> every day he wakes and he just he chooses like, to steal money or drink and drive and even kills him a couple times and and then like well why the hell am i doing this why do you know why do something good and like he saves a kid being his arm being broken he tries to like 
to this old homeless man that freezes to death like dozen times and it just it's it's like such a like it's more deep and meaningful than 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 people like about you know what i mean it's then it's then I don't know. I'm. I mean, I don't want Daisy. Uh, grumpy old men, and then the final one. What do you want between Mrs. Dalfire or a Bronx Tale? I gotta go with a Bronx Tale. That's yeah. <laughs> I'd say a Bronx Tale. I mm, yeah. Oh, what are you thinking? I'm leaving this one up to you. I got grumpy. I got grumpy old men in, even though you've never really seen it. I got that in, so I'm happy. That's why I was like, I'm yeah. just going to let him choose. I'm just going to let him choose. So 90, <laughs> 94 is another awesome year. I actually think 94 might be easier for us than 93. So what do you got for 94? So my due date was July 1994. Oh, so this... And I was born, I was born July 1994, but my mom went to saw, see the movie on my due date and it was Forrest Gump and I absolutely adore the movie and I think it's just one of the best movies ever. I love history. I love I love all the scenes that they put in it and I can freaking tell I can this is another one of these movies where I can just watch it and and not, not I don't even have to like I can just follow along and know every little bit and piece. Forrest Gump is my favorite movie of all time. And I remember my senior year in high school, we watched it. And it was like, fill out a packet as you as you follow along watching the movie. And within like the first 10 minutes of class, I handed it back to the teacher. And she was like, how did you do this? And I was like, this is my favorite movie. I watch it all the time. Like, yeah. My wife won't watch. I haven't seen it in years because I just know everything in there. And then also my wife won't watch it with me because I know every line. So the minute something happens, I know exactly what he's going to say. But whew, I'm glad I didn't have to fight for Forrest Gump. But Forrest Gump. Oh, my, oh my God. No, man. It's, it's, my, it's, yeah. I think it's the most <laughs> perfect movie ever made in my mind. Like that is, I definitely, I could, I could agree. It's got every aspect I want in a movie. So I'm, I'm glad you did that. I, I, I know when I live with my mom, I'd watch it. <laughs> We'd be watching it together and she'd be like, you just, you just fucking like remember it when you're like still in my womb. Don't, <laughs> and I'd be like, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Love Horace Gump. Another great movie of 1994, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Jim Carrey's for you got it, no, dude. Literally, my movie. Literally, my freaking second one right on that list. Ace Ventura. Uh, it's it's Ace Ventura. It's got Dan Marino in it. It's got Dan Marino and Jim Carrey's at his comedic best. So why not? Why not do it? And it's got the Dolphins actually making it to the Super Bowl. So it's got everything I want. Comedy, Dan Marino. The scene, the scene when, <laughs> the scene when he he's at like theatric center trying to like sneak into that closet at the water fountain still fucking kills me. <laughs> to this day, I, there's like I will not 
glasses like halftime and he's like doo, 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 and he goes to the water fountain and turns it on but he uses his hand to flick the water up and then he goes on the bench and he just freaking <laughs> I or when he's like running the the plays in reverse you know <laughs> I love it when the the first murder and it's like he's got the window and he's like cuz this is and he's like yelling he's like oh and then closes it, opens it, closes it. I love that part. And then I love the, yes. I don't do humans. I don't do humans. And then he's talking to Courtney Cox going, what do you feed your dog? Look at it. It's so just, <laughs> and I, it, I didn't realize it, but I know you watch Better Call Saul and you watch Breaking Bad. The landlord, yeah. Hector Salamanca. Yes. Yeah. I didn't, didn't even realize it watching it, but yeah, Ace Ventura. I'm okay. We might actually have a better time on this one than 93. What else you got? Yeah. I know there was a shit ton of movies in in 94 and it was really hard for me to pick. Um let's see. You want to just take this one real quick because I'm still having a, a hard yeah, I got time. A, like uh I got another one that actually Jack brought this up for a movie review. It's kind of like one of our first ones is Pulp Fiction. Probably the first okay. Quentin Tarantino movie I ever watched. Absolutely amazing, mind-blowing. I'm a, I'm a little bit older at this point, so to watch this was like crazy. But I, I love, love Pulp Fiction. Everybody wanted Samuel L. Jackson's wallet when I was a kid. Everybody wanted <laughs> that wallet. There wasn't a kid alive that didn't want that cool wallet. And plus two, a man who made John Travolta a star again. And what's in the briefcase? That's my other that's my other big thing with this one is what's in the briefcase. Say what again. Yeah. Hmm. Another it's a great quotable movie. Hmm. This is a tasty burger. Ah, uh, my ADHD had a hard time with that movie. I'm not gonna lie. Because it's all over. I don't, I don't know why. Yeah, I just couldn't I don't know. Just I I, I, I gotta watch it again. And you know, at a time when I can focus and concentrate on it, just I don't know. It, it was almost in my list, but um, ninety four is tough, man. Ninety four is hard. There's a lot, there was there's a lot that I wanted on here that um that isn't. Uh, so I have another um, scary movie. Or you got one? I think I know what you're saying. Or Dumb and Dumber? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I that is definitely the, one of probably one of the most quotable movies ever. Nice accent. Oh yeah. Where you're from? Austria. Oh, good day, mate. Throw another shrimp on the Barbie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. uh. So you're saying there's a chance. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, Flo. A lot. Excuse me, Flo. What's the soup du jour? That's the soup of the day. Mm, that sounds good. I'll have that. So yeah, Dumb and Dumber. Uh, uh, to, I'll just round out mine. I gotta go, little rascals. All right, little rascals. Oh um, shit! What? You forgot about little rascals? Uh, I, yeah. How the hell? Well, I guess I don't. Do you want to? We can put it to the side. 
I mean, that's one of those movies where it, my list is so weird. It, if you look at it, it's like Ace Ventura, Forrest Gump, Dumb and Dumber, Pulp Fiction. And then I got this little sweet kids movie in there. It's Little Rascals. Yeah. The Little Rascals. I got a pickle. I got a pickle. Hey, 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 hey. I got a pickle. I got a pickle. It's a class. Yeah. You know what? It's an absolute class. This is tough, man. This is freaking tough. So I I have, I have, um, well, I got two more. I have the Lion King. Okay. And I don't know. It's, it's, I was, I was a kid when I watched it. I'll let, I'll um, let it go. I think I put that one through. Lion King isn't that big to me, but I can understand what it means. Right. It, it, it's, it's not to me either. It was more like, uh, I liked Timon and Pumbaa than the other stuff. <laughs> yeah, but still though. Billy freaking, you know, Billy Crystal. Billy Crystal. Oh, wait. Timon, right? Wasn't that him? Or was no, that? That was Nathan Lane. I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting people mixed up. Yep. Yeah, it was definitely Nathan Lane. JTT. I don't know. I, I could, I could go, I could do without, um, Lion King for Little Rascals. I think you'd rather go Little Rascals. Yeah. Or do you want to do Lion King and Little Rascals? I like real. I like Little Rascals more. I don't know how I let that that slip away. Because we still got one other movie left for '94. Yeah, I I got Clerks. Dude, right there. Okay, are we good on Clerks? Some Kevin Smith, <laughs> early Kevin Smith. You know, I don't. Yeah, no. You know what? I didn't put any Kevin. I don't think I have any Kevin Smith on here. I don't. <laughs> I don't have a. Oh my god! Wait, I just real. I just realized I missed what one. Oh wait, no, ninety five. Okay. Uh, yeah, dude. I don't know. Clerks, Clerks is just fucking classic. And one of my favorite quotes in a movie ever is: "There's a million fine looking girls in the world. They don't all bring you lasagna to work. Most of them cheat on you." <laughs> Love clerks. I was. I think that was like the only thing that Silent Bob said in the movie, and it was it just like resonated with me. I love the whole Star Wars talk as a Star Wars fan. Like, did you think like there was private contractors on the Death Star, and did they know what they were doing? Like, that's some in depth talk that I like to have with people, and it's right. That's probably my favorite part. Thank you, everybody, listening to part one. I know I said that there was going to be two parts to this, but during the editing process, I was looking, and this is really long, so I decided to make it into three parts. So part two, we will be doing 95 through 99. As you can see, we did 90 through 94, and just to give you the rundown of the movies that we chose between 1990 and 1994. For our master list, we got 1990 is Goodfellas, Home Alone, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and Edward Scissorhands. 91 is Hook, Boys in the Hood, T Terminator 2, Silence of the Lambs, and What About Bob? 1992, Batman Returns, Wayne's World, White Men Can't Jump, Mighty Ducks, and My Cousin Vinny. 1993, Jurassic Park, The Sandlot, Groundhog's Day, Grumpy Old Men, A Bronx Tale, and 1994 is Forrest Gump, Ace Ventura, Dumb and Dumber, and The Little Rascals. So once again, thank you for listening to another episode of 
Let's Talk But No Politics Okay, which you can catch new episodes every Sunday on the BICBP Radio Network, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Go check out the YouTube channel for Let's Talk But No Politics Okay, and the Facebook page for great content as well. And stay tuned for the next two weeks or, you know, the next two weeks coming up after this episode drops to see where everything ranks and to see us finish out this list. And with that being said, good morning, good afternoon, and good night.